Hey, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. What is up, my built to be your friend? And welcome back to this episode. This one's going to be one of those raw, vulnerable moments with Mick, but I hope within this episode, you find a reminder to stay rooted in receiving and letting the people who love and support you support you. Just that they support you unapologetically, unconditionally. You don't earn their love, you don't earn their support. You just let it be. And I come from this episode because. I don't usually set like words for the year. You know, sometimes people like set like a one word or one theme for the year. Um, but this year I was in the first couple of weeks of the year and I've really been focusing on doing more journaling. So I think this is the most consistent I've ever been with journaling in my entire life. And just like the downloads and the the rawness and the realness that comes from like deep within me really just makes me go like, wow, that's how I'm feeling or that's how I'm thinking. Um, but for those of you that don't know, I'm in a long distance relationship and that's something we could unpack in a whole nother episode. However, it's really shifted something inside of me and really required me to show up differently. And it's really brought in light to my own insecurities and areas where, you know, personal growth. It makes me so grateful for my own personal growth journey and just having the knowledge and awareness around feelings and emotions as they come up. And rather than, you know, just ignoring them and running the other way, really asking myself, like, how can I show up better? How can I sit with these feelings to help me make a stronger, more secure relationship? And I was talking to my friend Lauren the other day, and we were talking about some relationship transitions that are coming up. And it really made me reflect. You know, I grew up with divorced parents where the norm was fighting and screaming and yelling and deciding who was going to get who for what holiday and what Wednesday and what toys had to stay at what parents' house. And it was something I used to label as chaotic. And I used to like wear that chaotic almost as a badge of honor as like to why I couldn't have a healthy and secure relationship. And, you know, I I found hindsight looking back, I've found a lot of my own tendencies and like ways of self-sabotaging, not only myself, but past relationships and the way that I showed up that like didn't feel great. And it stemmed from insecurities and it stemmed from, you know, not me, me blaming my parents for me not ever being able to have a healthy, secure relationship. And, um, Morgan, Oh, what's her name? She's been on the podcast before. I'll link it down in the show notes. But her name's Morgan, Dr. Morgan. And through her work is where I first learned about attachment styles, attachment styles specifically for relationships. And when I learned that I had like a mixed avoidant insecure attachment style, I was like, "Mm, this does not feel good. Like I want to do something to intentionally work on this. And so that's been something that I've really been working on 
intentionally for the last, I would even say like year, year and a half. She has a book that's really good that I read um, that really helped me do a lot of reflection and journaling, which I will also link in the show notes. But I knew how to do laundry and cook the basics before most. My parents worked so hard to keep food in our bellies and a roof over our head, but that also meant that they were gone a lot. I learned from a very young age to fend for myself, to do everything for myself. And now as an adult, I'm really struggling how to learn not to do everything for myself, especially when I know that I have an army around me begging to let them in. Mick, let us help you. Mick, how do you need support in? And rather, and instead of rather just like stomping my feet and crossing my arms and saying, I got it, really being vulnerable enough to say, I don't got it. I do need help. I do need support. So maybe your parallel or your situation is similar. You grew up in a household where maybe you didn't see a secure relationship. You didn't see a healthy, happy, exampled marriage or relationship of any sort, but don't use that as your excuse as to why you can't have that now. And I always used to joke about how independent I was. Anybody else? Like, look at me. I'm Miss Independent. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-T. You know what I'm talking about? And my mom always used to say to me, she's like, God, you're just so independent. And I used to pride myself on how independent I was. So are you priding yourself on how you've got it all? How you don't need anybody? How you are a one-man army? Sis, life isn't fun like that. It gets old. It gets lonely. And I know that because I've been there. And I think independence is a beautiful thing, but where it gets to be a little bit of a slippery slope or a gray space is when you lose the inability to receive, to receive help, to receive love, to receive support, to receive honestly anything without the feeling of needing to earn that thing, without the feeling of needing to give something in return. And after a conversation I was having with my friend Lauren, where she kindly reminded me, just let it happen. Let the support flow in. Give yourself the permission to receive what others are so willing to give to you. So back to my long distance relationship, Tyler was here visiting in um, December for about three and a half weeks. And we met back in North Carolina. We dated when we were there and we we're so close in proximity, right? But like we would hang out and then we'd like book go to our houses with like the exceptional like slumby, you know, but this three and a half weeks that he was here in Colorado, like we were together every waking moment, <laughs> like we were together. And it was the first time that I really had to step away from myself and show up for somebody else in my space, like for a long extended period of time. And it was really interesting to see him giving random acts of kindness, prepping and cooking my dinners for me when I got off a 12-hour shift, doing laundry while I was away. And I really lost sight of the gratitude for a little bit of those small acts of kindness. When I would get home from work, I'd be like, no, just let me do it myself. Like I'll cook myself dinner. And he's like, no, like I got it. And for me, like that was really uncomfortable to receive that support in those first couple of days that we are together. So what I've been doing, and I share this with you, not to like give you the inside scoop of my relationship, but because it's so easy as high achieving, independent woman to say, we got it all. We don't need you. But I'm learning that the power of receiving has the ripple effect to all areas of your life. And just like I always say, a rising tide raises all ships. The vibrational level 
that gets unlocked when you allow yourself to receive, and not only the feeling that it creates with inside of you, but then what you're able then to go and give to others is so magical and so beautiful. So I wanted to share a couple of different things I'm doing to practice receiving to help encourage you to also rip off that badge of honor as Miss Independent that you're wearing and allow yourself to also receive. So when you find yourself in moments of saying, oh, I'll do it myself, don't worry. Slow down and pause and acknowledge, yes, you can do it yourself, but how can you let somebody else do it? How can you bless and release the reins and the control to let somebody else show up for you? And I find that when I let go of that need of control, it feels uncomfortable at first, but acknowledging And saying, yes, you can. I'm not saying you're less than or you're not capable, ego. I'm just saying, what if you let somebody else do it? What if you let yourself receive what somebody else so willingly and graciously wanted to give you? So that's what I've been doing. I've been saying, yes, I can. Acknowledgement. Not taking away my power. Not taking away my independent. But how can you let somebody else doing it? Or, but how can, yeah, but how can you let somebody else do it? Second thing, blessing and releasing the concept that you're the best at absolutely everything and learning how to utilize your unique skills and qualities and then letting somebody else flex theirs. So you don't have to be and do it all. You don't have to be the best at everything. You don't have to carry all the weight. How can you offload? or delegate certain things so that way you can use your skill sets and what you're really good at and your energy for the things that light you up and let somebody else do the other things. Maybe that means cleaning your house. Maybe that means grocery shopping. Maybe that means laundry. Maybe that means delegating meal prep and utilizing some of like the cool meal prep um, companies like what's, well, I can't think of any of them right now, but you know what I mean? offloading tasks, habits, things that you're not the best at, acknowledging that and being okay with that. I think about me specifically in business. There was a season of life where I had a virtual assistant and she did a lot of the backend side of things for me because I didn't have the capacity. And that took a real raw, honest moment with myself to say, if you keep operating at this level and thinking you're the best at this and that you can do everything, where are you going to end up? Things have changed since then. My schedule has changed. My hobbies have changed and that's okay. But in that moment, it was such a beautiful opportunity for me to practice blessing and releasing that I had to be the best at everything. And so you don't have to be the best at everything. You can let somebody else be good at what they're good at and you can be good at what you're good at. And that's just it. You don't have to do it all. Third thing, really feeling in to the act of receiving. Just to like slow down and savor the moment, especially if you're somebody who prides yourself on being misindependent. Slow down and savor the moment where you say, yes, I need help. And in the act of receiving that help, slow down, close your eyes, feel the gratitude and the appreciation that comes from even the smallest acts of kindness or giving from somebody else. And I find that when I savor those moments and I feel how good it feels, like, yes, thank you. I'm receiving. I'm practicing the art of receiving and I'm doing it. 
I just get my, my energy gets amplified. What I give back to them gets amplified. And it really is just taking that moment. This is the fourth thing, the taking that moment to intentionally recognize them verbally or through some other, you know, love language, if you will. Thank you. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. Like a little goes a long way. And I know for me as Miss Independent, I thought that I had to do some huge grand gesture to return the favor to them. I thought that by them giving me something, me receiving it, that, or sorry, I thought by them giving me something, me receiving it, I owed them something big back. The people who care about you, who genuinely care about you and who want you to receive their giving, they're not looking for anything in return. That's just your ego getting in your head, telling your misindependent self that you have to do it all by yourself or you have to prove your worth. And that's not true here. We're not buying into that narrative. So just intentionally taking the time not to go make a big grand gesture about it, but just to say, thank you. I appreciate you. This made me feel XYZ by you doing XYZ. And it's that exchange, that intentional exchange that really just elevates that feeling and that embodiment of receiving. And then this is one, this one, this is, grab wherever you're at, grab onto the side rails. If you're in the car, grab the OSHA handle. This is a big one for my misindependence. This is way out of my comfort zone. Intentionally going out of the way to ask for help. Oh, cringe. I know it is. It is going out of your way to ask for help intentionally. Man, this is one I'm still working on. This one is hard. (laughs) And I know you're like, oh, fuck. No, I am not asking anybody to help me. I get it. I do. I really, really do. But by you intentionally going out of your comfort zone and asking somebody to help you or to support you, man, That's when you know that you've let down the shield and the armor of needing to do it all and be it all, and that you really see the people around you, the army around you, and how they want to support you, and how they can support you, and how you are letting them support you. Receiving their support is the most courageous act that you can do. It is brave. It is hard, especially if you've preconditioned yourself to say, I'm misindependent. I can do it all and be it all. I don't need anybody's help. And especially I don't need a man. I used to say that all the time. (laughs) And I think it's so powerful to be able to relinquish that power and knowing that, yes, you can. Yes, you are fucking powerful. Yes, you do have what it takes to do it by yourself. Doesn't mean you have to. Doesn't mean you're the best at it. It doesn't mean that you are weak or less than because you are asking for support in the way that you need supported. It means you're saving your energy for what you're best at. And I love independence. I love that I am fierce and capable. I know that I can give myself everything, but knowing that it's okay to let somebody else amplify that, I'm realizing the more I allow myself to receive, the more I'm able to give. And I always talk about the energetic exchange of life. And this is no different. The art of giving and receiving. It is no different. But it's not something I've ever seen talked about on a podcast. And as a woman in your 20s who was raised with divorced parents and saw chaotic relationships and has never felt healthy, secure in her own relationships, to slow down and practice the art of receiving. And just look at the way that it could amplify and impact not even like your intimate relationships, your friendships, 
your co-working friendships, your whatever, whatever relationships you have in your life, right? It's going to amplify everything. Like even think about a 12 hour shift. Like, are you Miss Independent who's like down in the trenches in a dumpster fire for the whole 12 hour shift because your ego is too big to ask for help? Uh Uh-uh. No more. We do not do that. We practice the art of receiving. When a coworker asks you if you need help, the next time she asks you, don't say, no, it's okay. Even if you have nothing else on your plate, don't say it's okay. Say, hey, actually, yeah. Could you help me turn this patient? Hey, actually, yeah. Could you run this down to the lab for me? Even if you're sitting at your desk doing nothing. It's not about you. It's about you practicing the art of receiving support that is offered to you. And it's just like a muscle. It's just like anything else. The more that you work on it, the better you're going to get at it. And that is full circle, right? So here's like a little non-traditional conversation that Mick might not usually talk about. I think sometimes, you know, it's a little bit hard. Like how open do we open the curtain to like the personal life? But when we're able to connect at a deeper personal level, the transformation is unparalleled. It is unmatched because I'm a human. You're a human. We're out here trying to navigate our mid-20s and beyond, doing the best that we can with the resources that we have. And the more podcasts and like content that you consume, not you're not gonna like your your success is not directly paralleled to or your success is not directly correlated to how much you do or don't consume. Don't get that twisted. But the more tools that you put in your toolbox and actually go implement them, we make the world a better place. We all become the built to be versions of ourselves. And something I've been doing recently, um in my journal. So I every morning I do I am grateful for today is a good day because and then yesterday's built to be you moment. So reflecting back on my built to be you moment from the day before and why I do the day before is cuz I journal in the morning so it just makes the most sense. Um I'm not going to go with my journal again in the evening just not happening lower the threshold for entry, you know. Um anyways, so I go back and I reflect on the previous day's built to be you moment and when I first started unpacking this idea of receiving and how I could improve my ability to receive, a lot of the reflections were about receiving at work, asking for help, core moments or opportunities in my relationship where I did ask for help and I allowed myself to receive it. And so the built to be you moment could be anything. It could be something you're really proud of from the day, something that really made you feel like yourself. But that has been a journal prompt that I've been loving because it connects me back to this community and it connects me back to this message and this mission in life. And I just think it's all full circle. So if you haven't yet, Did you know we have a Built to Be You off social media community completely free? We do monthly workshops and or like coffee connection calls. We have a group chat with different threads, things for you to share your wins. That's where I'm hosting a thread for the thousand hours outside challenge, aka spending a thousand hours outside in 2024. So many good and exciting things happening in there. So if you haven't yet, make sure that you join that free off social media community. It is down in the show notes. And if you don't want to scroll down in the show notes. You can just DM me at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore and shoot the word community and I will send you the link to join. So until next week, friend. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.